You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. Odd, concocting an evil scheme. One thing that drove him bonkers was people talking when movies played. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch MST3K. Okay, so I think I've counted the boxes right, mm-hmm. and everything lines up. I carried the three. Yeah. And so you know what that means. What does it mean? Oh, holy night, night the dogs are slowly barking. It's Christmas time. Christmas Just time. slowly farting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually yeah. said barking, you know. Like I said be. farting. Uh-oh. Actually, it's it's actually true. Slowly farting is the original <laughs> lyrics to that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it was such a holy night. But it's Christmas <laughs> oh, time. No butt cheeks. I so figured it out. I figured out what time of year it is on Earth. Yeah, I know. That's the only way we can keep track. Uh huh. Um, By the sure. speed of the farts yeah, of the dogs. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Merry yeah. Merry Christmas, Doctor Oz. Merry Christmas yes, or Happy man. Holidays. Well, whatever works. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I don't know what denomination you or or any. Maybe you don't. Maybe you know Happy I, Solstice. Or, I am a multi-denominational being. <laughs> that's, wow, that's impressive. Cool. I, you know, that is a lot more broad-minded than I was expecting. I don't you know. know what I was expecting you know? To be Wait, well, I don't know what you expect. You make judgments yeah. about me. No, I'm sorry. This book so is sorry. not its cover. No, Jeff. Doctor Odd. Yeah, I am basically a living embodiment of one of those coexist bumper stickers. That's me. <laughs> wow. I, if your book was your cover, the book would be titled "How Mustard Grows a Beard." Um, Interesting. Well, because he's he's got mustard all over him all the time. Okay. I don't well, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and he has a beard. Most I don't know. Can't you send us some presents for Christmas, Doctor? Yeah, can Rod? we? Can't you want to oh, sing some carols man. with us? Yeah, man, I totally should do that because uh-huh. uh, why again? Because it's because look at my calendar here. Oh, right. He threw it on his tummy. Yeah, right. It's, de- it's December, right? It's, it's tummy calendar. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. Yay. Yay. Let me see what I got here. Yep, that's all. This'll do. <laughs> there we go. That's just a used Nalgene glove filled with what looks like blood. I am going to beam this up to you now. <laughs> Here they go. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, I'm happy oh. to say, I'm happy to say, even, I know that was a very quick turnaround, but <laughs> I was able to get them gift wrapped at Elder Beerman's. Oh, wow. That's that's so nice. And, the, and the regional. <laughs> yes, and regional. I... I I I am impressed. I think, um, well, I, but I am I am mostly impressed by how well the wrapping paper is uh, is soaking up whatever this liquid is. It's great. Those old ladies over there, they have them work at that little counter at little Beerman's. Doesn't matter what time of year you go, they're just there, and yeah, just you go up, wrap. and they're just there. They wrap your presents. You don't even have to pay them. Really? That oh. seems uh, okay. 
Are, well, is this is this like one of those? <laughs> okay, all right, that's my, that's fair. I my present is unwrapped, Jeff, but I yeah. I made a present for you all year. Oh, okay. So, did you ever like when you're in school? Did you ever have someone travel around and do like the the sand art stories where they like make pictures with sand? No. And they tell you a story? No, I've never. I don't know what that is. Well. You can concentrate urine and get crystals. Oh. And I've made my own sand. Oh. What? You. Thank you. To tell a story. Oh, oh what, wow. What is the story? The story has to be all in yellow. Okay. The, so it's, is it just the story of that Coldplay song? I think <laughs> that or like maybe the rising sun. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a rich, a rich history behind that Coldplay song. As we all know, as we yeah. all know, as we all know, yeah. I won't go too far into it. No, that that is the one thing I did learn in school. Well, was was what that Coldplay song's about. I hope you like it, Jeff. Well, it is all yellow, and I love it. Oh, thank you. Um, do you? Okay, so here's a question. Um, do you remember back in school when uh, people used to come and do like sand art and tell a story? Yeah, yeah. I made you a hand turkey. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember now, the other week when we? When we were uh, making hand turkeys, but we were tracing our turds. Yeah, yes, I do. I do remember <laughs> that. That was a good time. What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, this is not one of those. Oh, this okay. is just my regular hand. I did I'll trace just, it I'll twice. I'll just put these away then. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, don't send us those as a gift, as a gift present. Jeff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the effort that went into this. Yeah, I traced it twice, and so now it has two heads and ten feathers. But the, here's the problem. I'm mm-hmm. an, I'm an turknophobe. Oh no! I'm scared of turkeys. Oh, that's oh, I'm wow. so well. Turn it upside down. Turknophobe. Turknophobe. I believe that's a technical term. If you turn it on its tail and pretend the feathers are legs, then uh-huh. it could be an alien. <gasps> I love they, it! Yeah. Like a weird it's, deformed centipede. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a multi-purpose drawing. Wow, centipede! Thank yeah. you, Jeff. This You're is welcome. Great. I know you love centipedes. I forgot to get something for Doctor Odd. Um, Doctor Odd, we give yeah, you. Yeah, I was the just gift. waiting, you know. Yeah, no. Didn't want to butt in or anything, but I was just waiting, you know. And, uh, uh, hold on. Well, you know, I'm just saying, I, since the prison's up. And um, I wh- gave you. I made this. I traced this. This poop for you. <gasps> Good and, idea, Jeff. Here, uh, hang on, real quick. I put and some, so did I. Oh no, this is a fresh one. Hey, you sure? you some wow, you <laughs> did. That's fresh too. It yeah. is a uh, mm-hmm. hot off the press. What's interesting yep. is if the fresher it is, the more it traces itself. Uh huh. That's true. It sure It's like, it's like does. the Amazon Prime of uh, of of Christmas presents that you just got here, fresh off the assembly line. Wow, I gotta tell you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't regret screwing up your calendars up there <laughs> at all. Wait, what, what do you, do you what do you mean? Nothing. Okay. okay. All right. Well, let us just send this down to the medic team for Christmas. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, so, that was a good Christmas. Yeah. Let's move on to the next holiday. Okay. New Year's. I guess. Yeah. Here, let happy me, New Year. Wait, wait. Are we? Are we just doing these back to back? What is happening here? <laughs> I mean, look at the calendar. I ran out of room on my tummy, so New Year's has to come next. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a holiday special? Yeah. Should this crap is getting old. Late night. Be forgot. And uh, inside the mine. <laughs> that was about mines, right? Like how they used to have... Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. All it was about sign. blood diamonds. 
Oh. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Dr. Ad, what is your uh, denominational celebration of New Year's look like? So what I normally do is I get one of those uh, Kmart inflatable pools. Okay. I, I fill it with uh, all the ingredients that go into an old-fashioned. And then I just get in it. Oh, oh wow. That sounds decadent. So, and then New Year's is over when it's empty? Or when I am. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's a – if you are not getting out of the pool – ever um then there's a certain expiration to the old-fashioned i always feel empty oh that's that's so nice True. yeah is it is it good or bad i don't know bad because you could feel full of sadness or full of anger or full of regret but instead you feel empty which is none of those things Oh, you know what that means? You're singing. Uh, that, that means one this song. is getting super weird. Okay. <laughs> it means it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that equates Everyone that level of awkwardness. That, yeah, "Mad World" by Gary Jules is the official song of Valentine's Day. Do you guys know? And if, of the Gears of War trailer for Xbox 360. Do you know that? Same you, difference to me. Mm-hmm. Listen, you, put, you, yeah. you guys need to go. And do your nerd thing, you know, okay. where you like talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, Wait. you guys still are you still watching those things? Are you yeah. still watching those? <laughs> you, oh man, it's, yeah, it's it's the only thing we I, have to do up here. And we also he like wasn't it. Listening. I know man, he wasn't listening. You know what's crazy? Mean, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Until right now, until right now, I completely forgot you were doing that. Well, and like we haven't been doing the twenty-second recap, and we haven't been shot. No, shot no I thought that when you guys were doing the audio log, you would go over and like. You know, try to send out like messages to get people to like save you, uh, mm-hmm. rescue you, whatever. I mean, but turns <laughs> out you nerds have been going to watching it, that dumb show this entire time. Anyway, I think it's fair to say that this entire podcast is a plea for help, actually. Yeah, I th- well, in multiple so. ways. Mm-hmm. That is, well, that maybe is for accurate. you. Yes, on many, on many <laughs> levels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe for me, but you, you're empty of all negative emotions, yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's go do the audio log because I, you know what, I still love. MST3K, and I'm still going to watch the show, even if Dr. Odd doesn't listen. Woo! And I'm going to do the audio log because there's literally nothing. It's it's like the one time in my week where I have structure. And you know what happens when I don't have structure. You get kind of jiggly. Yep. Mm-hmm. No structure equals jiggles. Then we got to rotor-rooter the ship again. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, especially now that I've got the only working calendar on my on my body. We can't, yeah, it's a, we can't risk man, that. Man, that's great. You're a... <laughs> Let's call you Gregorian from here on. Oh, I love that. It's better than uh, Julian, which is the other one, right? I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Is there another calendar? Well, okay, when Julius Caesar added the months, because, like, they used to make sense with how they were named, Um, like, like uh, August and September. September used to be the tenth month, and or wait, no, September was the seventh month, and October was the eighth month. I'm sorry, did you and say December? Something? <laughs> I was playing. Yeah, Clash yeah. And of December clans. was the tenth month. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you didn't invite us to your clan. Everyone, that's uh, 
That's the sponsor this yeah, week. Sponsor. Uh, Clash of Clans. <laughs> Clash of Clans. Come Is play it on Dr. Odd's phone at the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Let's do the audio log so All Dr. Right. Odd won't listen to it. Hey, but make sure you play whatever version of Clash of Clans. <laughs> it's out now. On Clash your, of Clans cross Angry Birds. Download it on your Kindle. Yep. I'm going to do that right after this. Sweet Bezos money. This is the audio log for MST3K, Season 4, Episode 14, Tormented. You know what? What? I wish more movies were named by what they'll make you feel. Oh, okay. Like, instead of the Titanic, it's just mm-hmm. called Sad. Sad. Uh, instead of the Lion King, it's just called uh, Inspired. Oh. Mm-hmm. You, you were inspired? I mean, I, I guess it's not... Well, what were you inspired to do by the line? Because I could have called Tormented Inspired, and well, it, my inspiration would have been never watch a movie again. You know, inspired is kind of a vague term, mm-hmm. but what I was inspired to do was to pretend that I was Mufasa falling off a cliff over and over again at the playground. Sure. Yep. That is a... Uh, I guess they could have called it that, too. Th- that's a long title. Pretend that you're Mufasa falling, falling off, off of a cliff, cliff over, over and over, over again, again at, at the, the playground. playground. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, that would be... Uh, that would be an interesting alternate title um, for that movie. Um, they could have, for me, they could have called Aladdin um, "Sing Whole New World" uh, into the mirror, into your toothbrush, thinking about the girl you have a crush on <laughs> in fifth grade. See, uh-huh. isn't this a better naming convention? Yeah, the arbitrarily choosing a character's name or an event that happens or something that sort of sums up the 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 concepts of the film yes it is absolutely a better naming convention Mm -hmm. big problem big red flag it seems very personalized (laughs) (laughs) also like a lot of movies would be the same right like old yeller sad sad yeah uh uh-huh it'd be like hey have you seen sad too like they're like wait wait are you talking about they made a sequel to titanic you're talking about the sad with the dog or sad with the boat boat. i'm talking about sad with the dog is it sad with the airplane? Which one? <laughs> and it's like, wait, which sad with the airplane? Because I'm sure there have to be. There's probably a bunch of sad with the boats. Yeah. Like, There's probably a bunch of sad with the dogs. What is it? Mm-hmm. Like Marley and me or whatever? Yep, yep. Or, I mean, I feel like there were parts of uh, Beethoven and Beethoven 2 that were probably sad. sad. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Sorry I took us to this place. But no, this movie, which is called Tormented, mm-hmm. does torment you. It does. It's, it's a very... Well, well, we'll get to this when we talk about the movie, but it's a it's one of those horror movies that is a horror movie because of the choices of the person in the movie. <laughs> it's, like It's a horror movie in the sense that like it feels like you've entered a punishing uh Oh, what's between like heaven and purgatory? Hell? Purgatory mm-hmm. that you can't escape from. Yes. Yeah. Um it, because yes. like you as a watcher are like this is never going to end. It's a purgatory of the main character's stupidity is what it is. You like relive all of your life choices that led you to the point that you're watching this movie mm. and like you have relived your entire life and you look down and it's only like 15 minutes into the movie. Yep. And you're like I'm going to have to relive my entire life like three more times. Uh-huh, all of these choices. Yeah. But let's talk about the trappings that that somehow salvaged this movie which is the fact that it's an MST3K episode. Truth. So the first skip um tom and crow have set up a fort in the air ducts we don't um, get to see it though no we don't get to see their fort but they do keep knocking things down out of the air ducts mm-hmm. so we get to see those mm-hmm. which is like part of it how come we haven't built a fort in the air ducts 
I do we have air ducts? I think the robots are more creative than us. Yes, that is true. Can um, we just give up? <laughs> well, okay, but here's the thing. We don't know if they actually built the fort in the air ducts because we didn't <gasps> see it. That's true. What if they were just up there dropping stuff? Mm-hmm. We're on yep. to you. They could have just Tom. said it's a fort. Like you could, we can say, oh, this is the audio log recording room of the ship is a fort. Mm-hmm. Oh, see? Yeah, see, there we're in a go. fort right now. We're in a fort right mm-hmm. now, the fort of our mind. Yep. Um, they only so Joel wants him to come down. Uh, Tom only comes down because he has to quote go. Yes, which brings up a lot of interesting uh-huh. questions about his anatomy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, why would Joel design him that way? <laughs> is the is the main <laughs> like, question? Like, what if he like didn't consider that there's an alternative? He's like, oh, I'm making a little man sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's got to go to the bathroom. It's got It's got to do bathrooms. Obviously. It's got to do. That's that's the first feature. The first yeah, on on the. He's like. <laughs> The robot development timeline, the first delivered feature was bathroom stuff. <laughs> and then talking. Maybe it's the only way to like make sure that like uh, the robots don't try to take over the human race. It's like it's, they'll mm. feel better than us if they don't have to go to the bathroom. That's true. Yeah, they'll, they'll have... It's humbling. They'll have several minutes in their day back. You can be that the greatest can, mind in the, in the universe, but you still have to talk, stop for a potty break. That's true. I mean, several minutes out of every day over the course of a year has to be at least a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And then out of a decade, that's several days. And out of like a century, that's, you know, maybe a month. Yeah. Maybe a month of extra time. And if if you're running a foot race and you get to start a month ahead of someone, you're probably going to win. You're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, then they go to the invention exchange. Um, at the beginning of the, vent- the invention exchange, they uh, allude to the fact that Dr. Forrester is a Seattle Mariners fan. Oh. Um, which... Fun. That yeah, sure. There, it raises more Is questions. That a dig on them. I, I don't know. <laughs> they, <laughs> it raises more questions than it answers. Such as, are, is the Gizmonic Institute located in the Cascade Mountains? <laughs> is it in Washington, or is he just like? Does he like the the logo? Is he like me when I was like five? I was going to say, didn't you tell me that that's how you picked out your mm-hmm. team? The Pirates, yeah. I was a huge Pittsburgh Pirates fan from like kindergarten through whenever I stopped paying attention to baseball mm-hmm. uh, because they had a cool logo. I mean, that's as good a reason as any, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, can you imagine Dr. Forrester just sitting... I can't imagine Dr. Forrester sitting down and watching a game of baseball. Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> it's what he's doing while they're watching the movies. Yeah. Yeah. He's he just, watching he's just the whole kicking time. back, got a, a Dr. Pepper and he's mm-hmm. in a bowl of chips. And yeah, he's just chilling out watching baseball. Okay. Um, so the adventure exchange, Joel and the bots, they invent a speaking spell for relatives. Mm-hmm. So it, I think the, 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 crux behind this is that you have all of your relatives on the again a very personalized invention just like our movie naming idea um you have all your relatives on the classic speaking spell and so you turn the arrow to you know in theirs they used aunt carol and then you pull the string and it tells you it gives you aunt carol's catchphrase i guess yeah like more wine or yeah, something uh-huh. like that yeah um which is it's fun i what I would feel your like catchphrase be my catchphrase. Let me think. If I had a Jeff on my speaking spell, uh, okay, and I'll do like, yours. I love pork fritters. Does that sound like you? No, <laughs> and I don't believe I've ever said that. What about like a? Uh, sometimes I'm a fire hydrant. Well, uh, again, I'm. I don't know if I'm quite getting this. No, I here, don't. Here, you try okay. one for me. I'll do one for you. Okay, this is the Renee speaking spell. 
Um, so I put the arrow on your name and I pull the cord and you say, I can't wait to use race cars as roller skates. Oh, I do say that a lot. Yeah, you do. Yeah. That's like, Uh, that's the thing you talk about. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the time when we're not recording, you're talking about your plans when you get back to earth. Yeah. But I'll have to, I'll have to think hard and long about yours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well just, you know, um, feel free to interrupt me or not, uh, if you think of it during this episode. Um, the Mads Invention Exchange was a drinking jacket, um, which is a big trench coat that had pockets deep enough to hold bottles of liquor. Um, and it, as an added feature, it comes with the DTs, which is the, the detoxes, which is when you hallucinate after drinking too much over a long period of time. And then you stop drinking. And you start to see things. So there's like a bunch of fake cockroaches inside like, the jacket I, like the, I was confused by that because i was like what are they drinking like uh absinthe or something like i think i think that if if you and this is going to get dark but if you are heavily alcoholic and then just go cold turkey is it really have a lucid i thought yeah, it was just like the shakes and like getting sick and i stuff. think i think it's part of it is like the feverish That's hallucination like a hardcore uh-huh. i do want to point out that this skit made it through yet putting a baby doll in a lawnmower was was seen <laughs> as far. a bridge too far too yeah far. yeah but they they can be like oh no yo this uh this tragic addiction. <laughs> addiction yeah like yeah uh so but it Different was times. yeah they were big they were big plastic bugs and so it made it funny it wasn't like a it bunch silly of like, bugs yeah gr- like really gross bugs um second segment joel is cleaning the crunch berries that the bots left in the ducks mm-hmm. so that does imply that they do have actual air ducts and they weren't just sitting up in the ceiling fair enough um, but then Joel falls down, um, and he needs the bots to help him. This is a reference, I think, to the fact that uh, one of the, the the movie starts out with uh, one of the characters falling From off a railing house. of a lighthouse and hanging there, needing another character to help them. Mm-hmm. And not um, getting help. Yes, uh, and uh, they start n- negotiating with Joel on their bedtime. Which, Which also, yeah, <laughs> raises a lot of questions. It's, it's to prevent robot hubris. Yeah, the, the sleep and bathroom stuff is... Because uh, that, even more so than bathroom stuff, like sleep is like, That's if you're lucky, eight hours a day. That's yeah. a whole day every three days. Yeah. Yeah. And every nine days, let, that's three whole days. You can't let the robots get that far ahead of you. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, you know. You'll like wake up and they finished watching the Netflix show without you. Oh yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you're just sort of like, how could you you're do like, this? To yeah, me? you're like, why? You? And then you spend the day sad, and they spend the day knowing what happens to uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, and uh, smug little robot faces. Yeah. And then they tell you the spoil. Well, no, they wouldn't tell you the spoiler because then they'd have to go back. But then they have like secret meetings. They're like, oh, well, you can't come because we're going to talk about the finale to Better Call Saul. And we don't want to spoil it for you, but they're really planning to overthrow us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Third segment, uh, Joel builds a lighthouse and him and the bots take turns throwing uh, pop singers of the day. Uh, from the top of the lighthouse. Oh, right. Yeah. That was a really random one, huh? Yeah. They, well, I mean, technically, in the movie, the character V, or Vi, um, was a pop singer, a jazz singer. Okay. Um, so it wasn't that random. Yeah. She, like, like she had a record that was, like, in the house that would just start playing, remember? And right. The, yeah. Um, so she, in in the fiction of the, the film Tormented, uh, 
this man did let a pop singer die from falling off a lighthouse. Um, so uh, they throw off uh, names like Kenny Rogers, who I know I, I know Kenny Rogers for two ways. Buy me a rose on the way home from work. No, that's not one that I know him from. Is that? That's a Kenny Rogers. Okay. Uh, the two rays I know Kenny Rogers are uh, from when he just checked in to see what condition his condition was in. Oh, right. Um, which is a, that song's a banger. Mm-hmm. Um, and also for the short-lived chain of smoked rotisserie chicken restaurants, Kenny Rogers Roasters oh, that's fun. that existed um, in the area in which I grew up that I loved going to. I absolutely, I, at the time as a child, had no idea who Kenny Rogers was other than, I I put Kenny Rogers in to me, Kenny Rogers was the same as McDonald <laughs> and Wendy. <laughs> like he may as well no, have we been. Didn't, we didn't have those in my region. I don't okay. know, them, but that's that's awesome. He may as well have been a fast food mascot. I knew him as the silver fox who who knows that you have to do small expressions of love on the on the daily to keep your romance fresh. Oh, okay, well, that's you know, I guess that's. And Handy. sometimes, sometimes that mm-hmm. expression of love is some chicken. Yes, it's a it's a roasted chicken. Buy me a chicken <laughs> on the way home from work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be honestly. I think I would like that better than because you get home from work, and like your your partner has had a long day, and no one wants to make dinner. You buy them a rose. Are you guys going to split a rose? Yeah, you're not going to eat that. No, but are you going to have a delicious Kenny Rogers Roasters roasted rotisserie chicken with with one or two sides Does for have, a like, reasonable Kenny price? Rogers, like seared into the side of the chicken? Oh, no. No, but he roasts every single one. Every single chicken. <laughs> yeah. But not like he doesn't roast it like cooking it. Like emotionally. Yeah, he roasts it in the same way that like you know it, it, in order for something to be kosher uh it's blessed by a rabbi so they're just rabbis blessing all all of these these products he just like uh before the chickens are distributed to each of his kenny rogers roasters restaurants he's he does like a roast like he's like hey so uh this chicken uh you know uh you ever heard the the term the chicken cross the road well uh this chicken um he he crossed the the ditch because he didn't <laughs> understand what a road was like he's he's roasting them like in a, a comedy he's way not very good at it but he does no it. he's not good no he's no. like he's like this chicken over here it's got some white meat and mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the yeah. employees are just kind of looking around at each other nervously muttering and they're like, I don't know, he's losing it. He's losing the touch. And I do want to point out, it does sound like Renee and I are improving this this scene with Kenny Rogers roasting these chickens in the chicken warehouse. Well, we we watched that documentary. We did, and I, we're actually reading from a script yeah. from the documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the, these are actual roasts that Kenny Rogers did. Yeah. Um. So they also throw new kids from the block off the lighthouse, mm. which I think was like the predecessor to like say throwing in sync off the lighthouse or one direction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um is there anyone in today's music that you would throw off the lighthouse That's a deeply horrifying question mm-hmm. jeffrey and i'm not going to answer that okay and in fact i'm not going to ask you it in return okay well then i'll answer it even <laughs> though you didn't ask it which i will say and this is like okay i want listeners to pause the podcast and take bets with each other on what I'm going to say. 
because it's what you think I'm probably going to say now. Unpause it and Nickelback. Um, <laughs> segment four, Tom and Crow took their heads off to scare GPC. Um, they Because like Viola or Vi or whatever her name is, her head... Keeps just floating like around. floating around and so they're they're doing that uh, but to punish them joel picks up their bodies and they just like turns walks lights up. off and walks it's away yeah. it's it's very uh, you know again i think this is another good feature in the robots uh mm-hmm. is that they can remove their own heads somehow but then they can't control their control bodies. their bodies once the heads are removed which is uh you know, it's kind of like a little bit of a zombie thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so that, that was a fun segment. Um, and the final segment, uh, Joel and the bots are repeating the mantra, it's only a movie, it's only a movie, uh, to try and forget how bad the movie is. Um, Joel suggests thinking of happy thoughts to chase away the bad thoughts. Um, during this skit, Joel knocks off Tom Servo's head. Mm-hmm. Um and I uh, did research in the amazing episode guide that was an accident. It looked thing. like it looked mm-hmm. like it cracked him up. So yeah. I thought yeah. that it was an accident as well. But it was so freaking funny. I'm glad they left it. Yeah, in. I can imagine them like the happening, and he's a consummate performer, so he, he keeps, going, he keeps and going. And they're like, okay, so do we want to shoot it again? And them all gathered around the monitor and being like, let's watch it. Let's watch they're it like, and see. And and they're like, no, let's keep it. This like is a good. Singer, yeah. Single toll. A single tear rolls down Joel's face, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, this is perfect. This is perfect. It's like the moment when, like, Harrison Ford said, I know, instead mm-hmm. of I love you back yeah. to Princess uh-huh. Leia. Yeah. They're like, we, we can't, this, the, this, this is, is just magic. This is, yeah, the, we can't recreate this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, and, and just like the I love you, I know, um, you can find tons of, like, pseudo-romantic products on Etsy now that just are Joel knocking Tom Servo's head off. Um, <laughs> like c- candles. Yeah, or like a like wedding topper. Candles scented like Joel knocks <laughs> Tom Servo's yes, head yeah, off. Yeah, uh-huh. You've got, you you know, a pair of wedding rings. One one says Joel, and the other says Tom Servo's head getting knocked off. <laughs> um, you got a cake topper that's Joel in a tuxedo, and then Tom, t- Tom Servo in a, in a wedding dress. Or tuxedo, no you know, you don't. You, they they sell both, and um, yeah, and, and the head getting knocked off. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Frank TV's Frank um, is playing with chalk, and he's singing about how he wants to be friends with the robots. Doctor Forrester does not approve, and he throws a grenade mm-hmm. at Frank, which seems like maybe a little bit of overkill yeah but considering like apparently it doesn't hurt him yeah <laughs> i guess it's fine yeah I've, i i would be interested to keep track of the number of times that dr forrester kills or does something lethal to frank and then he's fine and then he's fine the next episode yeah so let's talk about this movie um do you want to know some not known nuggets not known about, nuggets um <laughs> tormented the film mm, feed me those not known nuggets okay well <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tormented did come out in 1960. Okay. Um, so I think that's I think that's probably near the end of the time period where you could portray a jazz musician in pop culture, and then everyone just automatically has the cultural association that they're up to something unseemly. Oh. Um, but. Uh, yeah, there's not much on this movie. Um, the the only not known nugget I feel like uh, goes back to a previous movie, 
Um, so the uh, role of Frank Hubbard was played by an actor named Harry Fleer, um, who apparently had the uh, the same issues as one of the knights in um, was it the Magic Sword? Was that what that was? Yeah, the one, one with all the knights and the dragon, and yeah. Um, but uh, his voice is also overdubbed by oh. voice actor Paul Frees. What? Who uh, overdubbed Sir Whatever's voice in in that that movie? Weird. Yep. So there's a bunch of guys in uh, in Hollywood in the 50s and 60s and 70s who just like they were cast. I guess I guess this guy was cast because he looked like a a dad, <laughs> but they didn't have him read lines. So like, do you think that? The guy, Paul Fries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is there like a reason that they didn't just cast him? Like, could he not act? I, that's, I, I have no idea. He was just like a brain in a jar. He was just a voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, and, and it's funny because the, this actor, Harry Fleer, who he, he did the voice over, has like a pretty decent extensive. filmography. Yeah. Can you it, go back and click on the other guy paul paul freeze yeah. yeah do you want me to read you some of his credits again like i did last time in no the not board? his credits just like just he he doesn't look he he looks like a fairly normal guy like That's so weird he's not he's not like you know dressed like a pirate all the time or something yeah or you know like uh, a brain in a jar like you said or yeah, sp- yeah i don't know i don't that, that is a that is a good not no nugget here it, let me taste it Mm. It could be yes. that Paul Freeze, because he is he's so prolific, costs way more money. Uh, like if if like in Lord of the Rings, they paid someone else to do the motion capture for Gollum, but then they still had Andy Serkis do the voice because Andy Serkis doing the motion capture and voice would be too expensive. Oh, I see. Yeah, maybe like that. I don't know. That's one. Just saying that sounded weird that's, to me. Yeah, that that was confusing. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie Tormented. Mm-hmm. A guy, Tom Stewart, lets his ex-girlfriend, V, which I think is probably short for Violet. Viola. Violet. Vivian. um, It could be. Um, Victory. Uh, uh, He lets her fall off a lighthouse because they're arguing because she doesn't want him to get married to his fiancée, which... I don't know the timeline of things. It seems like there's an overlap, right? Because she's like, because it seems like she's saying like he's like saying it's over, mm-hmm. which implies to me that up to this point they that they had been right. dating while he had, was also dating this other woman. Uh-huh. And then he's like, okay, well I'm breaking it off with you because I'm getting married to her. And right. she's like, I don't like that. And then she's like, oh no, I'm falling off of a lighthouse. And then he has ample opportunity mm-hmm. to save her life, and then decides, nah. Well, she she does, I think, blackmail him with, like, letters. She's like, well, it would be interesting for right. Meg to see the letters that you wrote. Which, th- and this is why I, I'm like, this is, this is the purgatory of, like, of bad decisions. Because th- it is so easy to be like, yeah, go ahead and show her. And then just telling Meg, like, hey... There's one of my crazy exes is going to show you a bunch of letters that I wrote to her, but like I love you and I want to get married to you, but I'm just giving you a heads up. You know what? You know what's easier to <laughs> and get then and then not letting if you're if you're just a dirtbag if you're just a dirtbag, you know what's easier to get out of because it's not murder. Uh huh. You know what's <laughs> like 
<laughs> like, if you're going to wriggle your way out of a situation, mm-hmm. yeah, murder's probably not the ideal no. one. No, no. Um, like, well, what's the worst that happens if, you know, your partner leaves? Okay, you don't get to follow through with the marriage. Mm-hmm. All right? If you get caught for murder, you don't get to go through with the marriage. And then maybe back then you might be executed. Right, right. Like, uh-huh. It seems like he, he was like, oh, yeah, you've got a bad solution for me? Well, I've got a worse one for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> How you, do you like that? You want me, you want me to be in a, a bad – well, and, and it's interesting, too, because he did not technically murder her. I think it's murder. Okay. I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah, I think it's... If you have, like, a full minute to decide whether or not to, like... Even... He didn't even have to pull her up. Like, if he just would have put something for her to hang on to, mm. you know, like... Well, I think she had a good grip, but she couldn't pull herself up. Yeah. I, I don't I don't remember. I don't know. I, because that he is... He had ample time to, to help her up. There's still a gray area where, like... Even even though even then even if he decided to let her plummet to her death, then he goes back and calls the cops. Be like, hey yo, I was out on the right. lighthouse no, with again, this person, and again, the, she we, fell off the railing, and we need to search for we, her. If we put on the dirt bag goggles, mm-hmm. then yes, like there there was an, another dirty, greasy, yeah. slimy way for uh-huh. him out of that situation. Besides the absolute dumbest course he chose, mm-hmm. but I still think it's murder to to if someone is is. In the process of dying, and right. you have the ability to save them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Now he did have those weak jazz musician arms, though. <laughs> he's got so maybe he couldn't noodles. have saved her. Yeah, he's I got mean. his little jazz noodles. Uh, anyway, so he makes the the first terrible decision of the movie, and oh, then the second terrible non-stop decision. Parade of unrelatably stupid mm-hmm. decisions. And then he, uh, you know, I think rightfully so, starts kind of obsessing about it. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, well, what if I get in trouble? Right. Yeah, because, and that's what that's what this whole thing is, is that he, he's worried about something rocking the boat of this, like, he's, perfect thing he's, he's got going on. He's always worried about a half step ahead. Yes. Never a mm-hmm. whole step ahead or yeah. two steps. Well, he is a jazz musician. Well, like, at some point... It, it's really about the steps he doesn't worry about. It, it's... As, at some point, a little girl uh, becomes suspicious. Yes. Uh, uh, his fiance's little sister. Not just a, not just a random little girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was funny that he was like, this little girl... Well, she actually... The little girl sees him murder another man. Yes. Who's trying to blackmail him uh-huh. over the murder. Yeah. Uh-huh. The first murder. Yeah. So now he's killed twice. This time, this time is I will not argue with you is one hundred percent murder because he just he just murked this guy yeah, in, well, the, in the lighthouse. He's killed twice, yeah, you know. Uh-huh. And at this point, like I still don't know what his overall plan is for this, this, these problems to just disappear. It seems like, but the little girl sees him. He's like, oh man, now I'm gonna murder you too. And I'm like, yeah. What are you just gonna? Is he just gonna like Rambo style <laughs> slowly just kill the entire? Yeah, anyone Everyone. who's like 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 his wife or future wife is like, it's just really weird that anytime anyone goes to lighthouse with you, they die. And like, he's like, okay, well, just eventually everyone on the island is mm-hmm. dead, and and he's like, oh well, you know, I guess I solved that problem. Yep. now I can just go on my merry little way. Now I can go be my do my jazz musician stuff. Yeah, it's just were they just like really bad at solving murder mysteries back then? Maybe? I mean, I think. I think so. Like, because, I mean, I know that they don't have the technology that they have today. So, right. like, maybe back in the day, people were like, this will make my problem go away. I mean, it, that that could have been, like, 
and that that you know you you mentioned the guy who he actually marks um the 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 guy who uh the ferryman yes, who he, knows that the girlfriend was there mm-hmm. and that she didn't come back right and he starts putting two and two together and figures out that that she's been murdered and he's trying to blackmail the jazz musician but it starts with the guy being like hey are you tom stewart and then I, I think, or maybe he knows he's Tom Stewart, but he could be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the guy could persist. And then if the if the body washes up on shore, it'd be like, I f- this guy murdered my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> this ferry, this this skeezy All ferry right. boat we're driver. Gonna, we're going to pause for a moment yes, here. Yes, okay. I'm going like, mm-hmm. to look at you a little bit concerned because you, you keep you keep putting on these dirtbag goggles. I, I am just, I am, as I was no, watching no, you, the movie. You're, you're, you're like, what would I do if I were a dirtbag in this position? And and I think I think you're confusing my dirtbag goggles, which are over there on the table, uh, oh, okay. with my problem-solving goggles, which are the ones I have on now. <laughs> yeah, but there are like there are ways that he could have solved all of these problems with no one dying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the main. Uh, but once you get into the web of, you know, all of these. Thi- well, he sets the things in motion. I'm I'm trying to solve the problems in real time for him. Yeah. And he's making the choices that are the opposite of the ones I would make. Yeah. So here, let me try your dirtbag goggles on okay. in my face. There you go. I don't like you. You're a big smelly poo poo. Huh. I'm gonna take these off. Yeah, you, man. The dirtbag goggles really just don't affect you at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have said that anyway. Yeah, I know. All right, okay. <laughs> you have. You you would, and you have, and you probably will again. All right, proceed, proceed. Um, so then... Oh, the uh, ghost of V. Yeah, he's up on the lighthouse. He's about to murder his fiance's little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and, his and we did not talk a whole lot. I, I kind of jumped ahead. He's been haunted by the ghost mm-hmm. of the woman... Uh, There's a crawling time. hand like thing from Adam's family and steals the wedding ring. Yeah, her head floats around. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just like the skit. She's she's going around going boo. Mm-hmm. As he's about to murder this little girl um, on the lighthouse, the ghost swoops down and throws him off of the same railing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bodies of him and V wash up on the beach, and she. Like they, so they're laid side by side, and then like everyone screams because magically her arm is like over him, like grasping him, and uh-huh. she's wearing the wedding ring. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's like, uh, you know, she was right. She wouldn't let him get married, and she wouldn't let him go. So she had been like floating around in the ocean for like a week, mm-hmm. and he had just fallen down. Yes, they were like in the same condition. Yes. That was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. It was. I. I don't know if the movie would have been better if she was a weak un, uh, yeah she was an unrecognizable corpse <laughs> yeah wearing the red the wedding ring fair enough yeah because it then it would have been like oh this Jane Doe and and Tom Stewart <laughs> yeah. washed up on the like, beach I don't get this yes like none of this makes sense oh well <laughs> uh, so yeah that's tormented and it was. I feel like because I had my problem solving goggles on, this movie tormented me for different reasons than it tormented. I mean, it did. Else. It was tormenting how stupid the main character yeah. was. Mm-hmm. It was also tormenting that there was nobody relatable or likable. It yeah. was tormenting mm-hmm. that like they put all the like it had like all of the 
it's like it had all of the elements of a movie yes. without an understanding of what a movie is. Yeah, they're like, they're like yeah. oh, this character has a career. They're a jazz musician. Uh-huh. And and we're going to talk about it a lot, but it actually has no real bearing on the they're, plot. This jazz musician is getting ready for a, sh- a solo show at Carnegie Hall? Right. Like, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh-huh. they put together all of the... Th- the buzzwords and things that they needed to make a movie mm-hmm. but like didn't actually like understand that there's supposed to be like connection and 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 thematic content and it was just sort of like it felt like they didn't understand what a movie it's like whoever wrote any of the the hacker scenes in live free or die hard because <laughs> because they're like all right um Oh, we need to get in, and we need to reduce the megabytes of this zip file, so right. we can, so we can uh, get in through the land port. Yeah, like, but that and like the entire scale of the whole movie. Yes, yeah, the whole movie is is like those scenes. Um, so yeah, I I mean I don't have much else to say. Um, we uh, there is um, a thing that I noticed. We did not have any favorite riffs from this movie. Yeah. Um, that I that w- just really stuck out. Like the riffing was fine. Yeah. As an MST three episode, it was fine. Um, they did a good job, a, a valiant effort. Oh, um, one thing we did notice uh, was that there's a there's a recurring uh, riff um, where anytime they showed just like a generic establishing shot of a beach, they started doing like a music box set infomercial mm. parody oh yeah 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 um which that was fun it took me it took me a minute yeah, to understand what was going those on those were big in the 90s oh they were huge i in remember the 90s. seeing lots and lots of those any any tv that was on after 10 p.m do you remember like, the one with dido and i want to thank you as uh, i mean probably well like i only know that part of the song because it was on a, a box set infomercial mm. that played like a hundred times i know the other part of that song because it was sampled in the eminem song uh slim no wait, what was it i don't know i don't we you both know. only know, but if we put our two parts together mm-hmm. it's we like can two, we can two cover halves, that dido song two acapella. halves of a heart necklace being <laughs> yep. pushed together mm-hmm. making one heart that's a complete um, Dido song. I I also like how how that Dido song like it's you know it's supposed to be like emotional and sad, but it's really just about like the first lyrics are the tea's gone cold, so she has cold tea. She let her tea sit out uh-huh. for long I've enough to that. get cold. That's disappointing. But then her reaction is, I wonder why I got out of bed at all. Oh, <laughs> like it's kind of a yeah. Dramatic. It's like okay, Dido. All right, like I get you. You're British, and this is important. But, <laughs> um, but then you know, Mr. Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady Eminem himself, heard that song, and uh, is that his name? S- what Marshall Mathers? Yeah, I think so. I don't M- know. And <gasps> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not realize that until just now. Oh god! Oh my god! That's why it's Eminem. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Whoa. Okay, that is not it. I in I real time. Down. In real time, I just realized why he goes by the moniker Eminem. I need to lie down. Okay, well, um, that's great. <laughs> That's great. Our our audience got to hear us have that revelation about Wait rapper Eminem Kanga in real time. And Rue. <laughs> Kangaroo! Okay. Oh my uh, god! 
Um, Pokemon Doug Trio, and there's three of them. Doug Trio! <laughs> um, yeah, do you have any uh, final thoughts about this movie? Um, it's kind of interesting that you ask that because when I try to think about it, it's just sort of like static, you know? It's okay. Like, it's like my mind's trying actively to block it out and protect me by not letting me think about it. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, well, we do have, um, uh, so we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Um, we normally reach out uh, to our fans um, and say, hey, we're recording an episode about this thing. But this one is all kind of uh, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey with, oh, yeah, the, with the recording who? and release. Doctor uh, So we forgot to do that. But here's how great our community is. Um, we posted a little thing saying, hey, you know, this episode's going to be late. Um, and then our friend Steve replied, Tormented is next, yes? And then essentially just started the thread for nice. us. Nice. Thank so, you, Steve. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, or uh, could be Steve. We didn't ask. Yeah. It's, it's Steve. Well, you you always give fun um, interpretations, interpretations of people's, of people's names. names. Yes. Um, so Steve then commented, uh, it's odd. I've seen this episode a bunch of times, but I never remember most of the movie. Oh, Fair. yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Maybe you got the static in your brain, too. Yeah. Um, I always forget about the little girl, the blind woman, and the cabbie. Oh, yeah. We I forgot about, about the blind, the blind woman. woman. Yeah. Yeah. She plays a semi-important part, but not a real important part. Um, as they remark on, a jazz musician with a sex scandal? <gasps> Who'd have thunk? <gasps> yeah, that's, you know. Again, like, that seems... Yeah, I don't know. We'll rehash how dumb it is that he freaked out about his own thing. Um, our uh, friend Travis writes in. Hello, Travis. Says, I was uh, convinced for a time that this had Tor Johnson in it for some reason. Which is fair, because it is it is one of those Tor Johnson era movies. I thought it's just because it's Tor and Tormented. Oh, is that why? It could. That mm. is probably... This is an M&M situation. M&M. Where that's a very good joke that I missed. And because I was thinking like, yo, no, because there are a bunch of black and white movies that had Tor Johnson in it. But he probably did mean that because it's called Tormented. It had Tor Johnson in it. Um, and our friend Paul just says, Tom Stewart killed me. <laughs> which is uh, it's really sad i you know uh like i hope that all was beloved in our community the view from the lighthouse before tom stewart threw you off and then didn't help you was, well, at least was his nice. ghost is still writing in letters mm-hmm. that's the main thing that's true well and also uh you can haunt us paul it's fine i think the guy who had the worst death in the movie was the the ferry boat guy because yeah. He didn't get to see the view from the lighthouse. That's true. Before Tom Stewart brained him with like a a pipe or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you for... It takes a uh, special kind of mind, though, to to be like, this person's murdered without remorse, and I'm going to provoke them (laughs) (laughs) alone. Yeah. Yeah, Special kind of decision there. Mm -hmm. It's... Yeah, yeah, no, there are a lot of questionable decisions in this movie. I think the number one questionable decision was that someone decided to make this movie. Yeah. Um, but I digress. Uh, thank you for everyone who um, did the thread wrote, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> wrote in. Thank you to Steve for creating the thread for the, this episode. We really appreciate it. Um, again, that's facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. That's where we interact with all our fans. We should, we should have like some admins for our page. Yeah. Because <laughs> that will 
probably help things run because is, is, I thought you were going to say run more smoothly, but no, just run. Yeah, just, yeah, just it'll just help things go. And make it go, please. Because right now we, we seem to have trouble just making it go sometimes. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone. We have a great community over there if you want to join. Um, uh, you know, please do. Uh, you can comment and message us and all sorts of stuff. And uh, yeah, we we appreciate and love everyone in that community. Mm. So, uh, that was a kissy. Yeah, I could tell you. It's, mm. It was like a very, like resigned when you're like <laughs> I just need to lie down it's like a foghorn after the, <laughs> the uh, Eminem revelation it's just mm-hmm. all the wind is out of my sails yeah I can't handle yeah. it well um, I guess if we don't have anything else uh, this has been the audio log for MST3K season 4 episode 14 tormented Wow, that was a great audio log. Oh, no, it definitely was. It's, uh, gosh, let me consult the calendar. Uh, Dr. Ad, it sounds like there's someone at your door. What? Uh, oh, no, please. Is it the please, police? Please, no. Is Hon- it the police? Yes. Oh, it's your mom. Hello. Oh, uh, so uh, I brought some of those little hot dogs. Oh, with the bar- what are you talking, little smokies? Little winners, you Wait, know? is it is it New Year's talk, again? Wait, no, shut up, shut up, Jeff. Okay, are you sorry. Talking, sorry. Are you talking, right, about, so wait, wait, are you talking about little smokies? Yeah, I'm talking about little smokies. Are you holding? Are you holding? Oh, yeah. oh you know, baby. Yeah, mama's holding some wieners right now. So I wanted to say that this year you can't be antisocial and just hang out in the basement during our annual Chuck E. Cheese Fourth of July celebration. You know, Wait, you know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Fourth of July, Maud or Mrs. Odd. What, what do you prefer we refer to you as? The heck are you? I'm his captive. I, you've known me. You've met me like three times. I don't know. I'm kidnapped. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? I'm with you. Can't be expected to remember everything. All right, well, Maud, is it 4th of July? It's the 4th of July. Oh, of man, I gotta redo this tummy calendar. It's now. the 4th of July all week. So, <laughs> well, okay. okay. I guess That's my tummy way. calendar wasn't so far off. Fair enough. <laughs> so, anyway, you know, last time he wouldn't come out of the basement, David asked if it was because of his teeth. And I told him no, but he knew I meant yes. Wait, who's David? It's my husband, Dr. Art's stepdad. Oh, oh, I didn't know about this. It's just oh, been a... good. I'm glad. I'm so glad we're talking about him. Yeah. Did you know that we were asleep for three years? Wait, you don't know who I am, so I guess you don't care. She doesn't, no. ca- okay. she doesn't care. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so we missed David. Um... Uh, but that's good. Congratulations on your late nuptials. Yeah. Wait, that sounds like they died. Yeah. So just congratulations on the nuptials there. Yes. Same difference. Well, I, he loves you, Dr. Odd. Oh, good. Boy, I just can't. Oh, boy. Oh, oh man. Maybe we go in the backyard toss, toss the old uh, football. Oh, it's funny you said that because that's where he's at right now. He's been there for six hours holding a football. Well, he's really come and toss it around with him. He's really got a football? Yeah, he's gonna. Well, sort of. Let me ask, he won let me ask one you something. The, let me ask he you won, something. Yeah? Is it Nerf? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a Nerf football. Oh, my God. Good. Because, you know, for me, you know how I am. It's Nerf or nothing. <laughs> nerf or nothing, Burberry. That's what I taught you. So, uh, so you need to take these weenies. And you need to make your stepdad proud of you. And you need to tell him that you don't mind his teeth. 
Nick, Nick, Nick. Hey, hello. Hey. Oh, David. Hey. Oh, let me give hey, you. Hey, how are oh, you, you doing there, Let me boys. give you a big old smooch right on the teeth. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how did they eject your eyes? How you doing, bud? You want to go? I got this uh, Nerf Screamer football. It's when the ones wait, 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 are, are we talking Screamer? Yeah, I got a screamer. Okay, of course so you do. Just like, just like your old I mean, mom. I got a screamer. Yeah, here. that's right. That's All right. right. Yeah. I, can, I can block that out. So let's, okay. uh, let's get a, let's toss the old screamer. Yeah, let's go in the backyard and toss the old screamer. Hey, who's that, who's that fella and that lady up on the screen? Are you watching a TV oh, yeah, show? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a show. It's called, hey, uh, it's called I Two think- Dorks. Hi, I are I, you, you're. I feel like I'm watching a TV show right now. Yeah, a heartwarming Christmas. You special. don't have uh-huh. to. You don't have to talk to them. Yeah, uh, your your name is. Apparently, uh, there's some sort of captives. Yeah, we're we're Doctor Odd's kidnap victims. Yeah, and uh, can, if you could call the police, that'd be great. Oh, are you are you, are you got your cool? friends down here? Oh, yes, isn't it cool? Yeah. How advanced these video games are now? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I am. I was just it's upstairs amazing. waiting, waiting on you playing some Clash of Clans on McKindle. Oh, I, this oh boy. Is, I love Clash of Clans. Yeah. Hey, Man, uh, I'm glad to hear that because you know, Clash of Clans is a great program. Oh, it sure is. Best one since Fruit Ninja. It's educational. <laughs> if you could just go ahead and start playing the Clash of Clans theme now. Uh, you know, it's a great game. You go, you have clans, you clash them. There's. There's words, so you have to read a bit. You can click past them. I told you yeah, that. Will this make us money if I keep doing this? Or? Oh, I mean, I, 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 again, I don't know if Clash of Clans is or is an actual thing. Sure Still. it is. Yeah, darn cheating it is. It's a, it's definitely a thing. All right. You know, I didn't pay ten thousand dollars for an iPad. Still had a copy of Flappy Bird on it because I don't know my video games. All right. Wow. You sound like a. Do you work for Merrill Lynch? Uh, well, you're I mean, a financial genius, my friend. Oh, you know, I, I I know how to rub a couple bills together. How do you think that, I still have a nerve screamer? Do you? Do That's do not you? all he rubs together. So, no, come wow. on, you, you sure are. Uh, well, you sure are feisty when you got those little smokies. <laughs> yeah, huh? I got, well, yeah. shut up. Shut up, both of you. Okay. Shut up. Yes, ma'am. I want to tell you about my special 4th of July plan. Okay. We're gonna turn the Chuck E. Cheese into a big old firework. Into uh, the wait, wait. Are you are you plotting am- a terrorist attack on my Chuck E. Cheese? No, 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 no. It's gonna this make. This is us- my home, mom. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna make us buco bucks. Yeah. I know exactly what she's got planned, but I trust your mother. Your boy, your boy needs the cash. What you yeah, got? So- what you got? I printed out some documents from Microsoft Word. I used a very big fun and fancy font. It's called Papyrus. It's called Papyrus. Papyrus. I wanted her to do the comic Sans. No, I don't. Know how I feel about Comic Sans, David? I know, I know. Don't how you feel about, about that? Yeah, you, don't and, you, know, that. you don't want Papyrus to get started. Is, don't get me started. Don't get I'm me started. I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry. All right, so... GeoCities era was a hard time. The hard time yeah. for Mom. Hard time. You have, you have no idea. There was no Flappy Bird. There was no Clash of Clans. All right. No so Fruit Ninja. No, quite. Okay. Settle down. Yeah, okay. Settle down. So I told everyone, firework rat. And I put 
<laughs> on every business in town. And so people are going to come from miles around to see the fireworks shoot right out of this rat's eyes. Wait, firework rat? Is the, <laughs> yeah, firework rat. Is, is there a, a, a drawing or a, a, some sort of picture? Or does it just say firework rat? It says firework rat. What else does it need to say? It's pretty... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I used, to, I used to do marketing for one of them, uh, one of them marketing firms. And, and yeah, firework rat. Yep. I think that's great. Yep, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But it needs no explanation at all. <laughs> Firework rat. Well. Yeah, I. Uh, Wait a minute. Do you think I should have put time and date and location? Uh, uh, you know, I think it's what they call the virus marketing. Yeah, is, uh, virus marketing. Yeah, there, people are like, what's this firework rat? Is this uh, it, well, where, where do we know where there's a rat? I guess uh, ch- that Chuck E. Cheese place. Yeah, if they don't know, they're too dumb. No, they don't. Yeah, what they, is, they don't. What is happening? With you two weirdos. Not gonna blow up my Chuck E. Cheese. What I'm gonna blow it up. We're doing firework rat. Listen, I live here. I make I make minimum wage. Right? Yeah, you're and you're lucky to do that. Exactly. Who can pass that up? The service industry is a gift that never ends. (laughs) Absolutely. That's why it's so popular. It's very hard to get a job right now. Doctor Son. So we're not blowing this place up, you two dorks. Well, then come help us set up the firework rat. You're grounded. What? You're grounded. I got the key to your basement right here. Oh, someone got grounded. I'm big looking, but I'm fast. And I'm out the door and I'm out. And I'm locking it. Oh, well, guess guess we're having a little bit of a lock-in here. Huh, she left David in there. You're going to get to know your stepdad, David, pretty well. She is like a grease pig, and it is because she coats herself in Vaseline every night in preparation for moments just like this. Yeah, that's why she does it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. David, I I feel like you don't have an appropriate relationship with uh, your stepson. Do you think? Well, Do I you don't think? think you have. You, what are you, Mr. TV up there, okay? All right. Well, maybe you should have an appropriate relationship with the... The, I don't know, step ladder. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? There's a person up here with him. I, I'm a person. Oh, God! <laughs> I thought you was like a pile of rags or something. <laughs> no. You just, you just standing there with your mouth open the whole time. Yeah. Oh. I was kind of horrified by what was happening. Yeah, well, oh, man, I really wish you hadn't locked us down here because I wanted to see firework rat real bad. <laughs> Helping with all the flyers and get... You know, in the mind's eye, when you think of firework rat. David! You're yeah. up here! Okay, well, you, you locked us in here. Alright, well, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna have to block the door with your body, and then we're gonna open it and shut it real quick so it doesn't slip out. Alright, let me do the trick. Three, two, one. And here we go! Oh, wow, he just, like, uh... He's, he's sort of shaped like a flounder, isn't he? I didn't see that, because it's like, uh... You know, from the front, he's, uh... You know, pretty average looking but then uh the side it's uh it's a wide man all right who put mushrooms in the pizza again 